Welcome to Victory Church's online podcast library. We hope you enjoy this message today. I'm just going to share one little bit here, and then we're going to start having our prayer time and ministry time tonight. Um, you know, what I want, to, want you to, to know is, you know, the anointing is so special. The presence of the Lord is so special. He, he does and he can do anything in any one of us. He knows exactly what's going on in your life. He knows exactly where you're at. What, where you're, where you, what you're struggling with, questions that you have, secret sin or secret problems, issues in your life, physical, emotional, whatever. And the beautiful thing is he's able to come in a moment of time and touch and restore and heal. So I want to share this blog. This is actually, um, I just wrote this this afternoon. It's called To, this, to the End. And it's from about the foot washing. I'm John 13, 1. It says, before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his hour had come, that he would depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Everyone say he loved them to the end. That's what this is. He loved them to the end. That's, what, that's amazing. I love this phrase, to the end. It has so many implied connotations. It speaks of Jesus loving his disciples all the way up to his death on the cross even when his own circumstances were crying out for attention. It speaks of loving them until the completion of his redemption plan. It also implies that his love and care for his followers, and that he will love and care for his followers until their race is completed, till your race is completed. Best of all, it reminds us that his love is eternal. He will love us personally throughout the coming ages. He displayed this love during the Last Supper by tenderly, Washing each disciple's feet is personal. It was intimate. His love is tender and personal. And this is how Matthew Henry describes this phrase. He loved them to the end. I love this. Pay close attention. His words are a little awkward from the um, 1700s, but very powerful. This is true of the disciples that were his immediate followers. In particular, the 12. These were his own in the world. His family his school, his bosom friends. Children, he had none to call his own, but he adopted them, and he took them as his own. These he loved. He called them into fellowship with himself, conversed familiarly with them, was always tender of them and of their comfort and reputation. He allowed them to be very free with him and bore with their weaknesses. He loved them to the end, continued his love to them as long as he lived. And after his resurrection, he never took away his loving kindness. Though there were some persons of quality that espoused his cause, he did not lay aside his old friends to make room for new ones, but still stuck to his poor fishermen. They were weak and defective in knowledge and grace and dull and forgetful. And yet, though he reproved them often, he never ceased to love them and take care of them. Now, and in closing this, I thought, he's, he's also stuck with this fisherman for the last 48 years. He's called me, equipped me, trained me, commissioned me, anointed me, protected me, and provided for me through all these years. He's loved me through church insurrections, through Katrina, near death with COVID, Ida, and hundreds of circumstances I don't have time or space to mention. He loves his own. 
He loves and carries them to the end. Now, first of all, you know, this special moment when Jesus washed the disciples' feet, first of all, it was about his love. And he loves us. He loves, he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And it's not based on your performance or your lack of performance. It's his love that motivates us. It's not, we don't get loved because we've done stuff. We do stuff because he's loved us. Visit our website at www.victorychurchnola.com for service times and more information.